On today's episode, I speak with Lou, a podcaster and solo traveler from Venezuela. We talk about what it's like traveling alone, the cultural differences you might experience, and why men shouldn't wear hiking sandals to bars. Now, I would like to personally apologize to Lou as I didn't realize I wasn't recording until five minutes into the interview. You're welcome back anytime, and I promise, next time, the mic will be on. For a bit of background, I just asked Lou what were some of her favorite countries she's visited. Kind regards, Nick. But actually, when you open your heart to, you know, to the war, like, amazing things happen, so. Um, wow. That's, that's very cool. Do you want me to give you, like, a top three or, like? Um, you know, you know what, what just came into your mind right now? Um, no, just that. That just Vietnam? Yeah, Vietnam. I mean, uh, Mexico as well. Yeah. Um, I, you know, Mexico has this reputation of, uh, among some people, of being these super dangerous countries. And yes, indeed, it, it can be in some areas, dangerous, but then yeah. other areas it's super safe. Uh-huh. And then, for example, I remember one of my first international trips was to Tijuana. Um, Did you say China? Tijuana. Tijuana, okay. Tijuana. So I used to live in California. Oh. And I just went to Tijuana on my own on w- w- with my car and no signal. And uh-huh. I, just, I was just going to like, I just want to go to Tijuana and start a project and maybe help some orphan, orphan uh, in orphanages. Yeah. And I just found someone that helped me along the way and went there and I did all this for two days with like no signal. And again, wow. it's just like, you know. Tijuana rated as one of the most dangerous cities in the world. Um, wow. And I actually just found many wonderful people there helping. So this is something, uh, when I've talked to a lot of women about traveling and stuff, and in my cases, it's normally been women who haven't traveled. Yeah. And I'm someone who does well traveling alone, and uh, I love striking up conversations. It's easy for me. Yeah. And it's and, and I'm not and obviously part of that is I'm a man and I'm a six foot two man so <laughs> I feel pretty comfortable that I, I mean I'm also a weakling so like I I also don't know I'm six two sometimes but <laughs> do, how have you traveled a lot on your own Yeah and how do you feel like was it something to get over uh, that of like being either s- necessarily scared or like were you were your parents worried How did that affect you? Yeah, well, my parents have always been worried about my decisions. Um, yeah. I mean, I have always been very independent since I was a kid. So, mm. uh, yeah, my parents have never agreed with it. And then when it comes to solo traveling, it's something that uh, it just seemed natural to me. Uh, I don't like waiting on others to, you know, oh just yeah. go, go somewhere. But I get it. This is not for everyone. Mm. And something that I recommend is just like, you know, if you want to go on your own, you don't have to just go to a different country right away. You can maybe start like going on a road trip nearby, or you can even start going out on, uh, to dinner on your own. Um, then, but then, yeah, if you want the full experience, just go. But yeah. just make sure that, you know, I guess like we're always really scared about the unknown. So just make like a, a, a lot of research. So you have like yeah. some control of what maybe how your day is going to go, so uh-huh. that might help you. Do you find that, this is how I plan my trips normally, is I will um, have a general idea of what I'm doing and like research all the type of places. I know what I like. I like music. I like meeting people. I like, let's say, drinking or whatever, or going hiking. And then I'll be like, well, these are my possibilities. I Realistically, I'm going to be tired by this day. So I, if I can do whatever, it's gonna, I'm going to take it as it comes. Do you plan like that too? Or like, are you very regimented when you travel? 
I'm not. And actually, now that I'm closer to 30 than to my 20s, I, yeah. I tend to plan more because I guess, like, I don't know. I you become more conscious conscious of what is out there, but like before, I was just you know just pick like buy one way ticket and then just go and figure it out. Wow. And just yeah, just go with the flow. And you know, amazing things happen. Um, you know, it's like you meet new people and then you start traveling with them, or you stay longer at a certain destination, or you just yeah, I don't know. Wow. Um, I didn't plan it, but that's because I can handle that level of risk. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, for someone that can't, it's very if you plan it and yeah. you know exactly what you're going to do. Do you uh, speak many languages? Uh, I just speak two. Okay. Uh, Spanish and English. And uh, I consider that I can, uh, I can understand Portuguese, but I cool. wouldn't okay. say that I speak it that well. Sure. Have you been to Portugal or uh, Brazil? No. I just used to hang out with a lot of Brazilians. <laughs> uh, okay. 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 Cool. So, well, yeah. you got to put it to work at some point. I don't know. I mean, is Brazil a place that you'd be interested in visiting? For sure. Uh, yeah. Cool. Uh, but I feel that it's one of those places that you have to go for at least six months. That's the... Yeah. It's like a continent in itself. <laughs> oh, is that a rat? A little baby rat? It's so cute. So cute, yeah. <laughs> the other day I saw one that was like a cat, and I said in my backyard. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh shit, I better close the door. Oh my <laughs> god, it was the size of a cat. No, it was huge. I mean, I just I turned to exaggerate. No, no, no well, I mean, like, hey, I <laughs> like like with like with the tail and everything. Yeah. It was just like like this. Jeez, that's know. big. For anyone for anyone listening, it's about the size of uh, a. A shoebox and a half. What is the size of a shoebox and a half? Um, gee, I'm a 13. Some people are six. I don't know. One of uh, your shoes, maybe. <laughs> um, what type of shoes do you normally wear when you travel? <laughs> Comfortable ones, stylish ones. What are we talking? Flip flops. Yeah. So definitely tennis. Um, and then depend. I mean, it, it all depends where you're going. Sure. If you're going to a tropical place, I mean, you gotta pack flip flops. You okay. gotta bring flip flops and sandals with you. Yeah, you're not wearing combat boots. Huh? You're not wearing combat of boots. Of course not. That, that wouldn't be a good <laughs> idea. So yeah, definitely tennis and just like, well, in my case, hiking sandals because I can shower, hike, and <laughs> just do pretty much everything with them. That is something I've recently learned about is hiking sandals. They're great, but okay. Yeah. American guys listening to this, please don't wear hiking sandals to go to bars. That's such a downer. It's so bad. Oh man. What about what about Birkenstocks in I general? I don't know what that, those so are. So it's like the German, it's like what hippies wear. Um, I'm not wearing them now, but uh, oh, I, I wear them. So be <laughs> careful. Uh, I don't know. They're they're like just hippie, kind of like they kind of like corky sides, and then they like latch. Like there's normally two like little okay um, straps. They're almost kind of dad sandals a little I, bit. I don't know. I haven't seen it that much here in Chicago, but I saw it like in the south. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I don't want to say the state, but like <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was like guys wearing like white colored shirt and then like shorts and then like the hiking sandals. And it was like, I don't know. I don't know. Are the hiking sandals the ones that do they like go around your whole sh foot like a shoe almost, but they're like open? Yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, those that's not a good vibe, I guess. But if you're it gets going out. Sandals in general. To yeah. Go, like people kind of step on your toes as well. True. True. So ha you gotta what's think the, about that. Who's the last person that stepped on your toes, either metaphorically or literally? Well, I don't. I don't understand the metaphor. So, uh, <laughs> who? <laughs> you want to step uh, in? So like when you step on toes, 
it's like think about how uncomfortable that is yeah like if you're just doing your thing and somebody comes in and just boop like you'd be pissed right like someone that like last time that someone made me feel uncomfortable then is yeah yeah, yeah, yeah like, kind of so like, the, like almost, i mean honestly it's almost like mansplaining a little bit if you're familiar with that like if somebody so let's put it this way like if you're telling me how you want to do this podcast right yeah. and everybody's like oh this is a great idea because you know i told you it's a good idea and then if somebody goes like why why would you want to do that like oh. like or, yeah, yeah. Step on to, yeah, or, or you tell you how to like do it yeah, exactly yeah exactly. Oh, well, I've been getting, like, I've been posting a lot of my Instagram stories. I, uh, every time I read a book or I read something, I share it or I have a thought. I share it on my Instagram stories. Uh-huh. And then, you, sh- you know, usually I get people that just don't agree with what I post. Mm. And they make a really good job sharing their opinions about it. So, I mean, it's kind of, like, weird. But it's like, okay, I get it. But, I mean, it's not like you're posting anything. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you criticizing someone that is? Mm. Uh, that's my... But I don't know, that ma- doesn't make me feel uncomfortable or anything. It doesn't? No. Because is it like, no? S- it doesn't mean anything to you. It doesn't matter. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Are you familiar with no skin off my back? Is it no skin off my back or nose? No skin off my back. It's like, eh, it's n- I don't know. It's, a, it's, it's another idiom. Idioms are like, so that's a thing that <laughs> tends to be, I mean, it's an idiom, right? Because that's something like, let's say, people in certain regions grow up with. Are there any idioms? Venezuela, right? You said? Yes. Are there any idioms that, and you can say them in Spanish and like maybe explain what they mean. Are there any idioms that were like, are interesting or metaphors? Is that common? We have plenty. Plenty? Of course. No, but Is that an ignorant question? Be like, of course you have plenty. I mean, we have plenty. I, I, ju- I realized that when I moved out of the country. Yeah. And I mean, when you're in your own country, you think like, oh my God, my everything we say is so beautiful. Everyone <laughs> understands us. Yeah. And then you go out and it's like, you speak with other like Spanish speakers and it's like oh man this makes no sense <laughs> and in English like I don't even try yeah. I just I just you know to me learning a language is just like if you, if you were a kid don't try just learn it don't try to translate it because it won't make any sense yeah um, but yeah I don't know someone that I find really funny is like when we ask for a ride it's like dame la cola uh-huh. which is like giving your ass something like similar to that uh-huh. along those lines but it doesn't mean like kids can say that yeah. in our country. So yeah. uh, that will be one of many. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Are there any, um, and I don't want to ask too many story questions because you have a podcast that obviously sure. anyone can listen to. And, and do, would you mind saying that again? What the, the, the name? Yeah. So yeah, uh, the podcast is called The Solo Female Traveler pod, uh, Podcast. I really like that name. Um, yeah, it's like very like... I mean, I chose it for a reason. It's just yeah. easy to find. Like, if someone is interested interest in solo female traveling, yeah, they will find it. <laughs> Very cool. Are there? So, do you when you're traveling, do you meet people like pretty easily, or do you go to your way to let, or do you find that everyone's pretty accepting, like you said in Vietnam? Yeah. So the thing is that I am an I am <laughs> naturally an extrovert. Yeah. So that's easy. So it's easy for me to start a small talk and just to approach to anyone. Hell yeah. Um. So. Yeah, so it's it's for me it's easy to meet people. Yeah. And uh, and then also I love to be around people. Like I feel from I feed from other people's energy. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of um, what we were talking about a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Energy. So yeah, to me it has been pretty easy, but um yeah, I don't I don't know, you want me to go into it? No, I mean you know, whatever whatever comes off the top of the head. I don't want um, anyone to ever feel Yeah, but I mean, saying. okay, I guess I'm gonna put it in the context for introverts and extroverts. Yeah. 
So I believe that for extroverts, yeah, it's pretty easy, but we, ha we gotta like, we have, we gotta be very smart about like how extrovert we are because we can either be like this really cool friend mm -hmm. or we can be this annoying person that everyone wants to avoid. Yeah. So, and then also when it comes to traveling, we, t we tend to talk to everyone and you know, we can be like very trusting and naive. So we also get it, gotta be pretty smart about that. Mm -hmm. And do you mean the people you travel with or just travelers in general? Just travels in general. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. It is funny because like to some degree we have to keep, we have to be aware always, right? That's part of also like make, if you're afraid of danger, let's say, then part of it's being like, all right, well not being too overtly aware, but like I'm aware of my surroundings and yeah. I have a general idea of where I am. I know kind of like to some degree how to behave. Because yeah. I'm sure like there's been like cultural differences where this is a very different thing than what I'm used to, right? To a degree, invariance. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> As a woman, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you you can go to different continents and like, for example, some rights or freedoms that you had here as a woman in other countries is not the case and then you have somehow to adjust to that um just you know to blend in with the culture yeah and not to draw too much attention towards you wow wow so yeah <laughs> do you do you want to go into that at all or would you rather not um i mean i don't know it's your podcast whatever like. you feel comfortable <laughs> sharing about i mean i'm wondering if it, it sounded like there was something a so like either fresh in your mind and by the way you spoke um, um, and if you feel comfortable yeah I mean it's just like I've been to Muslim countries so it's yeah. just like you know uh, like in here like we have the freedom to dress however we want sure, uh, sure. or to do whatever we want you know in certain ways so it's like just going to a country where you know a child marriage is you know it's a normal thing or uh -huh. going to a country where uh, you know, you gotta be covered and the only thing you can show is your eyes. Hmm. Uh, it's definitely, um, it's pretty interesting too. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know, like the, the memory that comes to my mind was like when I was at this beach and I was wearing a bikini because of what you're supposed to be wearing at the a beach. beach. And you know, the other older women around you were just like all covered and like yeah. going into the water, like wearing yeah. all that. So. Wow. Uh, that was definitely very interesting. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Very interesting. Uh, God, sometimes I'm not a good interview <laughs> interviewer. Um, oh, you're great. <laughs> thank you. Um, is there, if, if there were any women listening right now? Yeah. Hopefully, because I want to hit all demographics. <laughs> um, what, and, and to like, Obviously, they already want to listen to your podcast because uh, of your experiences. But if there were things like the the the, the bullet points yeah. is of being aware and also ha giving them the confidence to do it on their own that they can. Yeah. Being, yeah. What what would your advice be to them? Well, first, I believe that everyone can achieve what they set their minds to, yeah. as long as they work hard for it. And, um. I mean, I'm just gonna say like whatever you wanna do, it, if it is in regards to travel or just any any goal you have, just start taking action towards that goal, even mm. if you have fear, because action cures fear. And you know, just start doing it, start planning it, start doing it. And you know, I, I love this phrase because I am one of these person that wants to do everything at once. Yeah. So it's like Same. I read once something that says the way you eat an elephant is one bite at the <laughs> time. Yeah, yeah. So 
if that thing that you can want to do is too big and you're too scared just to start like taking little steps that will take you to that and like the, like the the more little successes you have, the more confident you will be. Mm. And like the more like risks you will take or mm -hmm. like, yeah, the more things. Well, yeah, there's, are you familiar with like the, the phrase or the practice of like making little bets? No. So there was this book called Little Bets. Uh, and when I was big on like reading books about like how to either deal with failure, how to like be more um, uh, work harder and how to get into your zone, let's say. Little yeah. Bets was one of those books I read and I forget who it's by, but it's essentially just the idea of what you're saying where it's, instead of looking at this whole elephant this whole grand project let's say you're well what's the smallest thing that's like on the way there and then all of a sudden and this goes into what we were talking about before with metric if your metric all of a sudden is completing these little bets and you are doing it i mean that feels great first of all yeah and then y you might start being able to like you're going to start making um leaps and strides yeah beyond what you even thought you could do and then all of a sudden those those bigger bets that seemed further away yeah they're really not that far away. And all of a sudden, that big bet becomes a little bet because of where you are now. Yeah, it's all a compounded effect. Mm, what was that? It's, it's a compounded effect. Yeah. So, yeah. Very cool. Awesome. Yeah. Any other thoughts you want to No. Uh, well, thank you. I think uh, what you're doing is great, like giving people a space to share their stories. Awesome. And uh, just, you know, I, I think that it's so important what you're doing right now. Just, yeah trying to communicate and interact with strangers on a trail so thank you thank no you you're so welcome much. anything and i can do better huh anything i can do better um no i mean not for now <laughs> uh this very it's very authentic and spontaneous so okay. i think that authenticity is what matters Good. right now so okay so yeah awesome thank, thank you. you so much for being a part of this you're welcome thank you <laughs>